All right, BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist, President Hill. What is up? Yes, sir. What's going on, Brad? What's going on? Man, I'm glad you called in, man. Let's do this, man. You ready? You ready to talk about some of these projects you got going on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, so before we get into your single, um, tell the listeners out there a little bit about you, when you first got into making music, and how it all started. Oh, man, it started, I was about 12 years old, man. Sitting back in my grandmama's house, southwest Atlanta. Cousin decided to just sit me down. We were just chilling. He said, let me show you how to write, write songs over the beat. We just listened to music. So, you know, once he did that, he showed me that one time, hit that pen and pad. Next thing I knew, I couldn't take it out of my hand. Every day, every night, every weekend. You know, he went back to Miami, but hey, that pen and pad just stuck with me, man. When did it transition, though, from just messing around with it to actually, like, taking it serious and getting into recording studios? Ah, that started around 14, 15. That's when I okay. incorporated the company, um, and then uh, we started buying equipment. So, yeah, I started buying my own equipment, you know what I'm saying, playing with the beat machines and stuff like that, started making my own beats around the same time. It's like about 15, that's when I had everything up and running. About 15 years old. So did you, would, would you, would you like at, in talent shows in school and rapping? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, you know, uh, around 8th, ninth grade, um, well not ninth grade, but 7th, 8th grade, we were doing talent shows. As a matter of fact, my teacher, uh, Mr. Pierce, he was about worth about 750K in real estate. And once he saw us rapping and stuff at school uh, and dancing and stuff, he said, all I need you to do is bringing me a videotape. But back then, you know, a video recording and stuff, it wasn't, it wasn't as cheap. Right. Yeah, my mom was a single parent mom, so yep. I, I was the kind of child where I didn't put too much pressure on her, but he said, come to find out, I would have been on Star Search right along with Justin Timberlake, Brendan, Britney Spears and stuff, but that wasn't the way. God didn't want me to go that early. So, but that's what would have happened how I got that video tour. He was going to be the manager put it behind me, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't going to ask my mom to give me a video recorder because mm-hmm. I was the type of child I just, you know what I'm saying, I would not put any pressure on it like that, so, you know, it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, I would have came out a long time ago. Yeah, that's, that's what's up. So when did yeah. you realize you were good at this, and did you have other people inspiring you, like like saying, hey, go for it, man, you really, you, got, you know, you got a lot of talent at this? Oh, yeah, well, it was everybody, you know, once the teachers and stuff saw us, you know, it was kind of shot, like, my goodness, why did you get all that inside of you? And then, like, my, you know, of course, your family members, but, you know, in the hood, you know, we would all sit around, you know what I'm saying, rapping and freestyling and stuff back then when we was younger. Um, so, yeah, I mean, when we would have battles and stuff in high school, I would be have to be the one. I actually got the fucking in high school over winning the rap battle. Uh, oh, wow. And, yeah, it was bad. I was a ninth grader, but there was just like, um, I guess he was an 11th or 12th grader, and he ran the school at the time, and, you know, they, it was me against him. So I had the whole ninth grade with me. He had the whole school with him. So once I demolished him on the uh, at the cafeteria table, he got me. Said, we walked around the corner. He said, "Are you trying to embarrass me in front of everybody?" And he swung on me, and that was his last swing, and, and that was the end of that story. And after that, I ended up running the school in the ninth grade. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> beat the bully up, man. Yeah, not only did you <laughs> beat, not only did you, not only did you beat up his pride, but you actually physically beat him up too. Yeah, I know, man. It's bad. Even the police said that guy walked around. He was so tough. He said I, he was going to take me to jail, but he didn't. 
because my mom, she worked at, like in the city part. Yeah. It took her a long time to come get me. He said, but I'm going to let you just go home because that guy needed his tip. <laughs> he had been a bully. Yeah, I man. love it. So I, I, didn't, I didn't get in trouble with that. They suspended me, but the police, man, you know what I'm saying? They hey. didn't take me to jail or nothing, man. Hey, I'd rather get... <laughs> I'd rather get suspended than, than, than pick up a charge any day. Yeah, exactly, exactly, man. You know, you know, especially yeah. being a child too, man. But he's he, you know, he started with me, man. After that, you know, uh, right. yeah. So it's been um, it's been pretty serious for me since you know, like fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. All right. So I listened to your song. You feeling it, shorty? I got some. I, first of all, I loved it. I loved the song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I listened to it about three or four times, and. First time I listened to a song, I, I just kind of like I want to I want to see if it's I want to see if the artist is taking this their their, their career serious. Um, yeah. So I listen to it. Sometimes I get artists on the show that I, yeah you know you how you can tell when somebody kind of slaps something together doesn't have a whole lot of passion behind it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But your song I liked it. I can tell you guys put some work into it and. I liked a lot about it, in fact, so I listened to it two or three times. And usually about around the two or third, third time I listen to something, it's because I really enjoy it. I just want to, like, I'll play in the yeah. background while I'm researching, you know, stuff like that. So Yeah, <laughs> cool, cool. All right, so tell me about this song. Um, tell me about tell me the backstory. Like, what's the song about for the listeners? Well, you know, and, um, you know, our lingo in Atlanta, you know, especially back in the day, we just, it was always shouted this, shouted that. And you know, with a lot of stuff going on right now, I kind of when I heard, heard that sample that I used on that track, it kind of just took me back. You know, what I'm saying to the younger days you were growing up and stuff. You know, you have you know kind of carefree. You know, what I'm saying when you're younger, you yeah. know. And a lot of times going on right now, we do find ourselves just trying to go back. And, and unfortunately for us, music, even if it's three minutes, it can just take your mind back to a time where it was a lot more peaceful, especially yeah. if you're going through a little bit of turmoil in your life. So that's what it was to me, but. I kind of leave that to other people to decide what they get from the song. Uh-huh. Uh, cause a, lot, a lot of guys say, I, I see that old goody mob. I hear that old, you know what I'm saying, three, six. So it's taking them back. You know, it's taking them back, but it's got a new school flavor vibe to it. So, But that's what I was intended to do. You know what I'm just set me back a little bit. Just sit back, relax, you know what I'm saying, get a little peace back from the olden days, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like that answer, too, because music... Yeah. People people could have different interpretations and perceive music differently, so exactly. I like I like that. Um, now, one of the things I, I I read when I was reading up on you is you talked about beat modifications. Um, I also want to add to that when I was listening to your song, I liked. I also liked the 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 you had multiple vocal change. Um, yeah. You, you know, you you had the beat modifications, but you also had. It sounded like you had a couple of different people doing vocals, am I right? I know. Oh, yeah. That's just me, man. Yeah, on this new album, you're going to hear that a lot, man. Uh, that's just that's just a gift I have, you know. And I think it comes from my dad. He's, he's Talking to him would be like talking to a comedian. Because when he explains something to you, his voice goes up, down, side, left, oh, okay. right? He was like, what the? And it makes it so much more funny because he's not talking in third person. <laughs> and he explain it to you yeah. what the person done, and you just let it seem like you're there. But that's why I say you can't pick your parents because parents is about DNA. It's your personality, things you're going to be strong in, right. weaknesses, everything, you know what I'm saying? So that allowed me to manipulate my voice a lot, you know what I'm saying, from that DNA branch. So yeah, man. I mean, it comes so easy to me. I can, like I tell you, I mean, 
lot of people say I thought it was two or three guys in the track. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Yeah, I thought I got to the hook. Then you had one guy coming in first. Then you know, but yeah, happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, my past, like I said, I'm making the beat. I usually can write at least the hook and the first verse when the beat's 25 percent done, and then oh, wow. I end up going finishing the beat. So by the time this beat, I got new sounds and giving me a whole new vibe for that second second uh, verse. And it's just it's, it's a lot of times. I can rarely, you know, recreate that first verse exactly. Sometimes I can, but a lot of times it'll be a whole different type of flavor, different switch yeah. And, you know, as long as it sounds good, I guess it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, it worked, you know. And I like, to, you, yeah. you, you use the word flavor. That's what I was kind of looking for. Yeah. The song has yes, different sir. flavors because of, the, because of all the different transitions um, and, and, and the way you can change your voice just adds texture to yes. the song. I, I, I like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, sir. How's the song doing? You getting some spins out there with it? Oh yeah, man. We're doing. We're averaging about twenty five hundred spins a week right now on that. Nice. And we, yeah, we just um, dropped the other one, so radio stations are picking that one up too. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. So it's it's going through the system right now. Um, you know, I, like I said, we just came into this market. Um, Halloween. We dropped that Halloween then. November, we started to actually market that stations here, and they begin to like it, and they just you know start playing it. So very nice. So, yeah, you know the beginning of this journey, you know. Hey, look, and and, and for only starting in October, it's pretty yeah. successful. Yeah, sounds yeah, like you're doing good. Say, you know, you know that's what they're saying. You know, I can only go by what you guys tell me and the other people that's helping us. You know, because you come into a business, it's just certain things you don't learn until you actually there. Right. You know what I'm saying? You may have this one side, but until you get the experience, you're like, oh, man, it's doing pretty good. So in my mind, I'm like, you think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because I really don't, don't know from experience. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely grateful, you know. Um, is there a video for the song? Uh, not yet. I'm still working on that. Yeah. Okay. still working on that. Yes, sir. still working on that. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, have you have you looked into college radio stations also? Uh yeah, I actually hooked up with a guy right now, so he's actually marketing marketing our tracks to our college stations right now. So very smart, yeah, so. very smart yeah. to do that. Um, yeah. All right, so the, the 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 name of the album is called "The Elected Official," correct? Yes, sir. And it has twenty two tracks on it. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's actually the eight tracks we already released. Plus, we're gonna add fourteen more. So. No, so, those, so all those songs that we already released, like You Feeling It, Shawty, um, you know, uh, After the Ring, all that stuff, Tin Man, it's going to be on this album also. When, is it gonna, when are you going to drop the whole album? On the 22nd. Of, yes, Feb girl, the 22nd. of February? Oh, yeah, February, 22nd. Nice. So we're just talking a week or so from now, and you're going to drop the oh, whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're getting the final tracks mixed and mastered down right now. I'm, yeah, we're actually going to probably be loading up um, nine tracks uh, a day or two. Then we'll have those ready for pre-order. Nice. And we got about five more should be uh, mixed down uh, Friday. They'll be ready. So we just got to review it, uh, make any adjustments. And, yep. And we'll be all set. Okay, so I got a question about your, your name, President Hill, and yeah. how that kind of meshes with the album title, The Elected Official. So there's a correlation here. Yes, sir. Uh, so I need to know where does President Hill come from, and the, the title of the record is called "The Elected Official." So it kind of would I be out of line saying there's a political slant here? <laughs> oh man, well, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's, it sounds 
like a yeah, political slay <laughs> I, I don't know what's in my future. I don't I don't think so. I never that's not my goal. But uh when you know, when the Lord told me, you know, my name is no longer Merciless Montana, when I became a leader and I actually started you know, changing guys' lives. They started following me as I followed him away from the street. Yeah, yeah, started good. Started companies, getting jobs and stuff. And he said, you're a leader now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, so he changed my name to President Hill. So as I was sitting there talking, the guys in the, on the block were saying that things about our elections being selections instead of elections. And I said, well, hey, that gave me an idea. I said, well, if the man upstairs elected me, I guess I am elected. There you go. <laughs> See, that's why I asked those questions, because I, I like to hear the backstory of how oh, titles yeah. became, how they were born. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's how that correlates. You know, uh, life is, is funny. I mean, like I said, when the Terminator became governor, I think it was Jimmy Carter. He was actually an actor. I mean, so if you, I, I definitely do not plan on being the president of the United States. I like to be <laughs> God's president where I can't be called and paid for. So, you know, so I can do my job leading the children in the right direction, leading my partners, leading my peers, anyone that can take something from my life beyond the music that where President Hill didn't do this, I know in this situation, he won't want me to buckle the peer pressure because it played out in 1995. That's when you know this was bigger than music, and my impact will go on long after I leave here. Yeah. That's my ultimate goal, you know. It's very important. Now, some of the songs you sing about, do you do you touch on the Black Lives Matter topics and, and you know, equality and, 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 and racism and things like that? I... Well, a little bit. Mostly right now, my main, um, what I'm focused on this album is Black on Black Crime. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, black on Black Crime, because when I look at the numbers, the numbers for Black on Black Crime is through the roof. Now, yeah. with the racism and inequality situations, we're going to deal with those on a case-by-case -case basis gotcha. to make sure that nobody from the outside uses us as puns on our hurt and our pain. Yeah. Like, it's already bad enough my pain and stuff from the past and the money we lost and things that, but I don't need someone from the outside using that to put us against someone else that could be for us and they could be against us mm -hmm. because a lot of times they sworn allegiances to people outside of the American people. So that's why, you know what I'm saying, we're dealing with a case-by-case basis. So I don't want to group all police or group all Chinese or group all people into one you know yeah, what I'm saying? you can't do that. Because, you know what I'm saying, me being a spiritual man, the scripture states that a father should pay for the son's sin, neither should the son pay for the father's sin. You know that happens sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So we don't want to do that. We want to be better when we grab the torch, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we want to make the world, let the world know that if we were in the same position, we wouldn't do the same thing, you know what I'm saying? We're going to treat people the right way, not based off what somebody else did or whatnot, because mm -hmm. if we do that, then someone can easily come in Deceive us and be useless the whole time. We'll never know it. We're hurt. We're hurt. You know what I'm saying? We're hurt from what happened. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. right now, I want to deal with the black on black crime because, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going to a zero policy of black on black crime. You know what I'm saying? From the womb to the street corner. You know what I'm saying? From the womb to the street corner. We, this cannot go on right now. Uh, it cannot continue to go on. You know what I'm saying? Killing your partner. You know what I'm saying? That they cannot go on any deal with petty stuff. You know what I'm saying? Nobody owned the block. Nobody owned the got doggone dope ships that come in and killing each other over it. Uh, that's done. That's done. That's dead. I don't want. I don't want to hear it. We're not doing it no more. You know, we're not doing it mm. no more. I love that, man. 
I really, really, I mean, yeah. it's such a massive problem in this country. Um, I live, I live right outside of Jackson, Mississippi, and Jackson is just, it's just horrible. The crime there is so bad, and the majority of it's African American, but not because they're worse people than anybody else. It's just because the population is majority African American in, 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 in Jackson, and, and there is very, very bad black on black crime. Um, yeah. oh, that's we will see those numbers come down over the next year. Well, man, let me tell you something. I, I admire you, and I can see why people gravitate towards you because you have a, a, a you have a um, like an like an instinctive uh, gift to where I can just tell people want to be around you and, and learn from you, and and we need more people like that in the world. To be honest with you, to get in there, roll their sleeves up, and try to make a difference. Exactly. Exactly. All right, brother. All right, so tell me about the uh, you have a, you have your own label, your own record label. Talk about that. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, so like I said, I incorporated it at fourteen, and then I changed the name, so I just redid it over again uh, to immerse this nation. Once we we, we was going the President Hill direction, you know, what I'm saying instead of just merciless uh, records. So yeah, I mean, I, I got my little brother. He's uh, Going through a little bit of uh, health issues right now, but uh -oh. he's um, actually very, very lyrical. And uh, he'll be added to the uh, label. Now, like I said, we expand. We're going to be recruiting more once people know. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. You're going to bring you know, out some people? Label we're going to use our gift for. There you so, go. Yeah, we'll expand in. Yeah, I was going to ask if you were going to actually sign artists to it and then build it that oh, way, yeah. too. Yeah, once we, once we um, go ahead and make our mark, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We're on the warpath right now. Yep. Once they see the NLV youngsters, just like I was, that just goes, then that next generation, they'll begin to say, oh, man, we can go this way, too, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, it's going to be a done deal. Now, all it takes is one person to change the world, just one. It'll man. be in his section, you know what I'm saying? But each one of us going to have influence and impact at whatever level we are in life. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, all it takes is one. One mother, one father, yep. one rapper, one politician, one doctor. One police, I mean, like I said, one time when we was riding down 75, I was doing about 90 in my twin turbo Lexus that my mom had gave me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the police had to pull us over. And like I said, it was, it was a white brother. He said, um, he said, what y'all doing, man? You know I got to take these people to take you to jail. And I said, well, I'm taking my brother to school. He said, man, you know, I was too, man. Y'all slow down and keep going. Oh, nice. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, it'd be situations like that where he did, like I say, my, my parents, yeah, like it was all gangsters. My dad, them gangsters, cousins, drugs, it was gangsters. And they they all raised me colorblind. They all taught me that, you know what I'm saying? Don't somebody don't mess with you, don't mess with them. Yeah. Don't go around being no bully or nothing. But these are all gangsters. You know what I'm saying? Like, God yeah. dang it, man, you know what I'm saying? But they all, even my grandma, you know what I'm saying? She was gangster. You know what I'm saying? She called one to N and one to C and tell both of y'all, white and black, to come here and sit down and eat. So it was kind of like, you know what I'm saying? When, yeah. it, when God did that type of stuff, it's kind of hard for me to. Follow the crowd if the crowd is going the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm just not going to do it, man. I wasn't no sucker when I was selling drugs. I'm not no sucker now. We're going to do this the right way. President here is going to show you the right way. And we're going to go ahead and get this thing popping. If not, then the crowd is going to have to go ahead and stand over there. And President Hill and Merciless Nation is going to go over here. Look, I got I, many, many years ago. I don't drink alcohol no more. I quit alcohol many, many years ago. But back when I was running the bars and I was younger, bouncing around bar to bar, I left the bar one night and got pulled over by a, a, a black cop. He was, a, he was an African-American cop. He was on a motorcycle. Yeah. And he pulled me over. And um, 
I knew I was going to jail for DUI because I was drunk. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. I knew I was. I knew I was going. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't like slobbering, like clumsy drunk, but I had enough, definitely way over the limit. Yeah. So yeah. he comes up yeah. to the car and he says, "You know, let me see your driver's license, proof of insurance, you know, the whole routine." So then he says, uh, "Mr. Cooney, he's like." You've been drinking tonight, and I'm not going to, you know, the, the worst thing you can do is lie to the cops. They, they know. So so I just looked him straight in the eye and said, yes, sir, I've I definitely been drinking tonight. He said, well, how many beers would you say you had about? And the worst thing you can do in that situation is say, like, two, because they know that's bull crap, too. You know what I mean? So I told him I, I had about maybe eight or nine beers. And he said, uh, did you get anything to eat before that? And I told him the truth. I said, yeah, I got some uh, Burger King before that, before I started drinking. So he said, hold on a second. Let me, let me, I'll be right back. So he goes back to his car. And I guess he was running me for warrants or whatever. And um, so he comes well, back to his motorcycle on his car. But he comes back up to uh, my car. And he, he looks at me. Look, he gets me out of the car. And I'm thinking, uh-oh, here we go. Yeah, here, we, here we go. It's going to be, you know, I'm going to start doing the breathalyzer the whole nine. He, you know what he did? He looked at me straight in the eyes. He stood about six inches from my face. And he started rubbing his chin with his fingers, kind of like scratching his little goatee. Yeah. And he said, Mr. Cooney, you are so close to going to jail right now. He goes, but i tell you what I'm going to do. He said, where do you live? And I said, I live up here at Mobile Estates, which is about maybe a mile away. I was almost home. He yeah. said, i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to I'm follow you right to your house and I'm going to hold on to your driver's license to make sure you don't take off and to make sure you, you go to the right house right yeah 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 so I got my car and I drove up highway 51 pulled in my driveway he pulled in right behind me he handed me my driver's license he said now you better not ever forget this I'm giving you a get out of jail free card tonight yes he did man yeah you ain't lying he said I believe everybody needs a he said I believe everybody needs a break he goes you were truthful with me and he said something told me to give you a break and look I never forgot that but you know what I quit drinking about a week later and I hadn't had an alcohol in a decade look at that man hey they say the goodness of the Lord turns a man to repentance look look at that man that man wasn't a cop that guy was an angel yeah Dang. He was an angel. I believe that yeah, the God yeah. sent him down because I, I, I hadn't had any alcohol since I learned my lesson. Yep. That's all that was. So there's good people, yeah. man. There's good folks yep. out there. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, man. I didn't mean to go off on that rant, but I, that, that story, but, but you, you inspired me to share that with you, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, brother. All right. A couple more things that I'll let you go. Now, before I go any further, because these next two questions aren't really directly to your singles and stuff. But I want to make sure we didn't miss nothing. Is there any singles, anything that you're promoting uh, right now that, that I, I didn't get to that we need to talk about? Oh, well, yeah. Um, the new single just came out today. Uh, I decided. So that just dropped. Uh, like I said, uh, radio stations started picking that up earlier this week. Okay, and it's called I Decided? Yes, sir. I Decided. So that's available for download right now. Okay, good deal. So that's, and you dropped that, when you say you already dropped it or it's coming out? Oh, it, it just now dropped today. Yeah. Oh, nice. See, that's why I'm glad I asked because that was not part of your bio. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, I decided that I was going to drop one more. This was before um, we started running this um, the, the, the bio campaign and everything. Yeah. Yeah, good, good deal. So everybody check that out for sure. All right, so 2022, we, we, we're, we're, we're just starting a new year. Um, 
we touched on some of the things you want to do, but what, do you, what is your ultimate goal this year? What, what's the big thing you want to get done? Oh, man, we just got to continue to take this label global. You know what I'm saying? Just got to continue to take this label, label global. Like I say, unfortunately in life, you know, uh, success, the impact is attached to money, which when you're doing things, uh, you know, for destiny, it's a lot bigger than the money that you, especially coming into the business, man, because I, I very well could just do transportation and real estate the rest of my life and, you know, and be a multimillionaire, making the proper investments or whatnot, you know. Uh, I very well could do that, but this is something that I was called to do. So my main goal is to take this company to where it needs to be at so that we can help as many people possible. Because the more exposure, the more chance we get to lead people in the right direction so we can feel that void. Yeah. Where it's not just one thing in this market. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not just one style, um, you know what I'm saying, one culture in this market. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? This is going to save a lot of children from the penitentiary. Uh, it's going to turn a lot of guys away from drugs. I mean, we've already tested this out before I got here. You know what I'm saying? I've already, we've already seen it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys that were, were not at home with their wife and children or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's going to begin to happen right now so we can build our families up from the inside out. Uh, but we need to have examples in the spotlight that's going to do that. Or we'll think that everybody's doing this. It's never going to be a thing in life where everybody's doing something. It's never mm-hmm. going to be that. It's always going to be somebody dead in the woods right now, and the Almighty ain't going to let them out of them woods until a year later. It's never going to be everybody doing wrong. Everybody can't do everything right. Nobody is perfect. But at the same time, you never believe that everybody's going to be doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal, to, be, to expose that culture, to expose that merciless type of lifestyle, to be buck about it. Nobody peer pressure. That play out in 1995. We ain't going for it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that peer pressure, that's old. You know what I'm saying? We only got, I don't need no help to do wrong. And that's, what, that's the flavor I want to expand. And we're going to use Merciless to do it. Oh, man. You got you got a great game plan, man. I wish you the best of luck with it, too, man, because really the, the, yes, the, 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 not only Atlanta, the country needs somebody oh, yeah. like you. More people oh, like yeah. you across the whole darn country, around the world, actually. Just oh, yeah. inject some yeah. of that positivity into these younger guys, these little knuckleheads out there, yeah. just senseless, sense, just senseless killing, uh, oh, yeah. violence, and all that stuff, man. So I'm, 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 I'm all, I'm Team President Hill, man. I am oh, Team yeah. President oh, Hill. Yeah. <laughs> the person we want dead around here is the devil. That's how yes. we want dead. That's how we want dead. Well, him, the demons, that's all people want. We want to murder. <laughs> yeah, man. But our brothers, we are our brothers' keeper, baby. Yeah, I had a I had a pastor when I when I lived in Texas, I went to a little I went to a little Baptist church out in Kerrville, Texas, many many years ago, and the pastor his name was Joe Taylor. He actually baptized me in the Guadalupe River, um, Easter sunrise service too. It was was pretty pretty amazing. So anyway, he used to say that I liked how he said this. He said that God uses his children as chess pieces. To put the devil in checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I like that. I got to take that one for Pastor. Man. I got to take that one for Pastor. I got to take that one for Pastor right there. Yeah, man. Yes, you, you can steal it. Yeah, steal man, it. That's exactly right. Yeah, man. Steal it and use it, brother. Yes, sir. Man. I got to take that one. We all about beating on his head, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yes, sir. Yes, I love it. Sir. All right, man. I think, uh, I think we've touched on just about everything. Um, we're running up almost on 30 minutes here. So, uh, I really, first of all, I really enjoyed talking to you. It was a fun interview. 
yeah. you're a very talented guy too. Your music's really good, and I encourage everybody listen to this to uh, go get President Hill stuff. So before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell everybody where they can get your stuff or where they can follow you on social media. Oh yeah, you can find me at the website mercilessnation.com, and of course on TikTok and Instagram is President Two Hill, and Facebook is just President Hill. Well, look, man, best of luck to you, and whenever you got some new stuff to talk about, just get a hold of us, and I would have loved to have you come back on the show. Okay, cool, cool, Brad. I sure appreciate it. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, brother. Have a good one, man. Enjoy talking to you. All right, you too. Take care.